Christ, you people suck. Wow. Boys and girls, it's time for an intimate episode of the N4G Radio. I'm here with Mr. Pearl Lurley. Good evening. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> apparently I, I shut down the show for a week, and then next week everybody apparently has things that are just too important. That, that'll learn you. You break rhythm, and th- this is what happens. This is not a good time of year. To break rhythm, I understand that there are a lot of games to play, a lot of games that need to be played, and between you and Drew and me, I think we had the bulk of them. I certainly felt like we did. <laughs> and it's it's just got started, which is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to have a, kind of a different flow, probably. Uh, you don't need to fast forward past the first 21 minutes. Because <laughs> uh, we will not be talking about iOS games and RPGs from 1997. Uh, this is a, Did I say what episode this is 265? I, I, I think you said it. Okay. Damn, I, I wanted to make a joke, but I can't remember that game that he's always going back to. Oh. Uh, it's the Wii one. Oh, uh, the Xenoblade. Yeah, oh, Z, uh, yeah, I want to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles. That's the game. That's the game I play every week. Uh, we'll just all assume Gamus has been playing it and move on. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I would assume he played that in some iOS game that he will talk about for five seconds because he played it on the way to work or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I guess we can talk about some games. Sure. Um, so if you want to go ahead and get started, I know we, we cross-played a few things, but uh, both of us should have a, well, a plethora as El Wapo would say, of different things to talk about. Yeah, uh, let's see. I'm trying to go in chronological order of what is actually up on the site. I played Retro City Rampage. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that game. On the PS3. I played it on PS3 and Vitor. The Vitor. On your Vitor. On my Vitor. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how you have that one friend... Who just tries too hard, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, they're always calling, you know, they text you every day, and it's like, hey, you know, I like you. You don't ease up, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, back off a little bit. Yeah, give me some space. That is Retro City Rampage. It, it has to be the game that I was most excited to play until I played it. And I didn't know anything about it? And then I heard about it. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I played it, and it's just basically 
for those who don't know, Retro City Rampage is built around nostalgia. Like, that is the whole point. It is an 8-bit game. It looks and sounds like an 8-bit game. I mean, it's what it is. Um, and it is filled with references to my youth, specifically. And it probably, if you are between, what? Probably 30 and 35. Yeah, I mean, all the way down to 25. Yeah, I would yeah, say. I would say uh, some of the newer, like Inception and, and the Dark Knight, and some yeah. of those. Yeah, there, there's some very recent stuff, and then there's like some Ninja Turtle stuff and all that. But the like, it comes out of the gate with a pop culture reference about every 20 seconds for the first five or six minutes. You will and... miss half of them if you're not paying attention. Well, yeah, and and when it gets to the point that the Bill and Ted uh, phone booth appears and immediately is crashed into by Doc Brown and the DeLorean. I'm like, all right, this is too much. You, you, you have good stuff here, but you are doing too much of it at once. Because then after that, it, it kind of spreads out to a more manageable, more to where you can take it all in. But you've been so desensitized to everything that stuff that should be funny is like, oh, yeah, that's an Inception joke. You know. Oh yeah, that that happened fairly early on uh, for me. I'm just like, wow. Okay, so there's Metal Gear, there's Mega Man, there's Duck Hunt. Um, when does this game start? That was another thing. Like it's running you through the beginning of that game, and you're not actually playing most of it. Yeah. Well, and, and here's my thing. It's it is the functionally it's not a bad game. There are some issues with it. I, I point them out in the review. The the thing that really bothers me about that game is it locked up on me a couple of times. Games do that. Indie games do that. I get that. Um, there's basically scattered around the world, there are codes. And they don't really tell you what the codes do. There's just this guy who says, bring me these codes. So I'm halfway through a mission. I'm driving. I see this like weird sign on a wall. I drive up to it. And it's, it's you know, like R1, R2, you know, like like the Konami code kind of thing. Oh, yeah. So I input it, and it says, you've turned on the evade the cops cheat. Now you can't save. So, you know, no, you've discovered this cheat. Turn it on from the cheats menu. Like, I'm mid-mission, and now I have to go and replay it, which it was one of those long, kind of irritating, go here, you know, go six different places and do things missions, which sucked. And it says, you will basically need to quit and restart the game in order to undo this cheat so you can save again. So I quit, you know, go back to the title screen, reload my save, do like three missions, done for the night, go to save. Oh, you can't save. You added a cheat. You need to fucking quit to the XMB. <laughs> That's insane. Uh... And it just, you know, at, at, that, at that point, I got kind of angry about it because I'm like, you know, you were so focused on cramming more references into this game that you didn't make a game that makes any sense. Uh, at one point, you basically, you walk into a room, the door locks, there's guards, you have to kill them and pick up the key from one of the guards. If you don't pick up the key fast enough, it blinks and disappears. Oh, that's always fun. And then you are stuck in the room until you quit your game. <sighs> that. It, indie, you know, 
indie stuff is is fine. You know, you expect certain things to come along with a one man show, but that is just straight up bad design. I, I I feel like the game was built to be played in the free roam mode because that's where you can just kind of do what you want. Doesn't really matter. There's no saving. Uh, kind of like people used to play GTA. Just jump in and see how long you can last. I'm gonna run around and kill some hookers and yeah, you know. it's it's just kind of a stupid thing. Like they put the story in there, and unfortunately they put too many they put too many loopholes in the story that break the game, and it makes it it makes the actual you know narrative portion of the game really bad. Yeah, and um, it's it's disappointing. You know, I that game if it was paced a little bit better, I think you know, would not come off so harsh in the beginning and you could kind of overlook some of the other stuff. Um, but that, you know, like you said, the free roam mode is really cool. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do. You can get tattoos, you can get a haircut, you can go to the arcade and play fucking super meat boy and bit trip runner. And oh, that there's that other weird game. That's like, it's like an eating contest. It's really weird and messed up, but none of these locations are ever marked on the map. Yeah. So if you want to go to the, like, I went into free roam. I'm like, I'm going to finally go to that arcade. It took me five minutes to find it. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. You know, I hiding your content from me is not good. No. Cause I mean, let's say it's an eight bit game. All those streets kind of look the same. Yeah. I feel, I feel bad. It's, it's one of those games that I think about it and I'm like, I, I really want to play that. And then until I think about how it played and, how much of it is kind of broken. And then I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I don't want to play that. You know, and it's like, I said, it's not, it's not a bad game. No, it's it, not. It, it doesn't reach its potential. You know, it's okay. I, that's, I, I know, I know I'm coming off angry at it because that, especially the save thing really pissed me off because the game was already starting to wear thin on me. And then I had to replay like four missions but it's it's not it's not terrible. It just should have been better. Yeah, I'll, it's it's I'll more dis, it's it's kind of like when your parents looked at you like I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel when I play. Like I want to tell the game that and see how it feels about itself. Then. <sighs> All right. So anyway, I played go. that. You, uh, just one play. one quick mention. I, I still have not to get my cloud save to work. Like so, I haven't even started on the V. It looks, it it like the eight bit sprites are hard to look at on a HD TV, but it it really does look slick on a Vita. So, but well, I, and I, that's that's unfortunate because that's one of the main benefits of that is, you know, you buy the game and it comes with both versions, and you can totally cross save. And I, I, I forget, th- did you? I think did it's you just try me hooking it up. No, I I haven't done that yet. I'm sure that works just fine. Um. It just I I'm from what I can tell I'm one of the few people that has the problem because I I googled it didn't find a whole lot on it so I seem to be the only one experiencing that issue and I don't know if it's my network or what I even had the PS3 on at one point and tried to do it and it didn't work then either so I'm it's not like I was really far in the PS3 version it just would have been nice to pick up where I left off instead of having to go through that whole intro of flashing everything in my face ooh nostalgia ooh well and. If you're playing the same game in two different places, I kind of need that cross save. Yeah, want to do all the same stuff twice. No, I think at that point I would just stick 
to playing it on one or the other if my cross-save, for some reason, didn't work. Which I may never go back to that game, so I, I don't know. And, and and truth be told, that may be a game that's just better suited to the Vita. I, th- I think it is. I, I enjoyed it more on the Vita, what little bit I played of both versions. That, you know, I think that expectations for a Vita downloadable game might be such that some of the stuff that bothered me wouldn't bother me as much. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. You just kind of forgive it. You're like, ah, it's a portable game, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, I'm just doing this while I'm on the bus. Yeah, I played it for five minutes, and that's kind of what Vita games are for. You sit down at the PS3, you're expecting some kind of solid experience, but maybe not so much with this. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, Okay, then I reviewed the Power A MOGA, which is actually sitting on the desk in front of me and reminding me that I should probably send back that phone. Yeah, you know... (laughs) They're they're probably gonna want that at some point. I, I I wonder, like if they care, like they have like a box of those laying around somewhere. Yeah, just keep that HTC One X. It's it's got like a billion of those things. Yeah, and that that's a nice phone too. Um, so anyway, what the Moga is is it is a Bluetooth controller specifically for Android, um, which is kind of weird. But I I don't know how how Apple is with that. You know, maybe they're license heavy with that tech um it basically looks like a smaller version of a 360 controller it's got the same kind of contours to the hand uh you know where you put your hands it has two analog sticks which are uh, a lot like the the 3ds you know analog nub kind of thing uh four face buttons two shoulder buttons um all of it it's it's got a start and a select button and it all it feels good in your hand i mean it's it is small it is like holding a 3ds so after a while my hands did start to cramp but my hands start to cramp on anything that size so that's what that's, she said yeah yeah okay that's Today's not the bogus travel challenge holy crap what 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 did you do i apparently didn't have that muted than i thought i did it's it's even on mute. Whatever. I hate you, computer. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, try- I'm trying to find a Mewtwo joke. It's just not happening. Here. Yeah, you know. Pokemon. Um, so, and then the cool thing about this thing is there is basically the center of the controller lifts up and forms an arm with a, uh, it's like a tension grabbing th- I don't know how to describe it but basically snaps into place yeah you you fit your phone in here and you know it's nice it's it's rubberized uh it, and that thing is strong like I could basically hold the phone and just kind of swing and that controller did not move uh so it worked on the the one x that they sent which is really light and big it worked on my old uh g2 which is kind of fat and heavy um so, like, hardware-wise, it's it's really nice. It runs off of two AAA batteries. They say it'll get 18 hours, which mm. is probably fairly accurate. I mean, it's Bluetooth, which doesn't uh, expend a whole lot. Uh, I played some of the games they sent me. I don't remember what there was. Uh, there was a Dark Knight Returns game. There was a, a first-person shooter. There was a racing game. Long story short, played all sorts of different games. And it, it works. I mean, it, it really works well. It is. It's a nice piece of hardware. It it feels good. It is responsive. Um, but, and it does come with a big but. 
<laughs> it is it only works with games that are specifically enhanced for MOGA. MOGA. Which what's what that, that stand means, for? What's that? What's that stand for? Uh yeah, I don't know. MOGA. Uh, uh, mobile something gaming apparatus. I I'm making shit up. I I don't know. Maybe I should I Google that. I don't think it says. Um so like the the MOGA comes with this pivot app that you get from the Google Marketplace. And you basically need you need that app to successfully pair the thing with your phone. Period. Or or your tablet. It should work with a tablet fine too. Um so you can, you know, buy and launch games directly through the app, but as soon as you Clo- you don't you know you don't close stuff on Android, but like as soon as you open something else, the phone desyncs. So like, I you can I, call them schmimulators. Yes, I have a thing on my phone <laughs> that if I had a backup of Super Metroid, which you know what, fuck it, I have that cartridge sitting in my house, so. I can feel bad about this. I plugged it into um, my iPhone the other day. It, it worked. Yeah, yeah. Would would you know? I'm like, yes. You know, Bluetooth controller looks awesome. Feels awesome on a phone. I'm gonna play this shit. No, I'm not. They made this really nice piece of hardware, and then they just handicapped the shit out of it. It 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 said I cannot find the piece of paper in the documentation they sent me. I swear it says somewhere we do not support emulators at this time. And the, at this time, suggest that maybe they will, but really they don't support anything not designed for it. Because I do have other games that will support, you know, legitimate games that will support a Bluetooth controller, and this one will not allow itself to be used with them. Son of a bitch. So it's a real shame. They they made something really nice, and the the thing is, it's fifty bucks. Oh, that's a three sixty controller. Yeah, and, and fifty bucks. If you can use it on anything that supports a controller, okay. You know, if I travel a lot, you know, that's that's reasonable. You know, I could probably play Doom on my phone. You know, that's that's cool. Fifty bucks when you can only use its stable of games. That that's not a good value proposition. So I really hope they open it up because if they do, then you know. For, for those people who are like, why do I need a 3DS or a Vita? I already carry this pretty powerful phone around with me. That could make that a much more viable option. But for right now, it's it it does exactly what it says it does, and it does it well. I, I just think it needs to do more. Well. Uh, and then I play Dance Central 3. Oh, real which, quick. MoGA. You got choices. It can either stand for most outrageous group activity, Midwest open geocaching adventure, or management of officer grade authorization. Wouldn't that last one be MUGA? I, uh, of is not really considered in acronyms, I guess. You know, God, I hope our next presidential candidate, you know, figures this acronym shit out once and for all. Because some do, some don't. I. I'm going to go with most outrageous group activity. That, Absolutely. That feels right. <laughs> outrageous group activities often do. Yeah, this is true. 
<laughs> so Dance Central 3, uh, this could be pretty short. If you like dancing games, get Dance Central 3. I can dance. It, yeah, it, I mean, that, that game has always, to me, been the best of the dancing games. Uh, and, you know, my wife turned it on and was like, this has a great track list. And then my kid turned it on and was like, this has a great track list. And I'm like, I don't know what any of this shit is, but does sure. It, does it have L-M-F-A? That's another acronym. L-M-F-A-O? It does. It does have L-M-F-A-O. Oh, well, there you go. Then that's all you need. And it has debut, which De- I am working on. Debut. For when we get our... 400? Is it 400? 400. 400th Facebook light. Okay, there's going to be a dance of debut. See me on YouTube doing debut. Now, see, if I promoted this contest... Like uh, the the Dead or Alive contest, yeah, we I boosted up like 150 followers from that DOA contest. So maybe I should do that. Did you offer? Did you boob bikinis? Yes, <clears throat> I did. I had 18 codes. I've still got people tweeting me about those codes, and I don't have any left. <laughs> we're we're gonna have to get a lot more than 400 followers for me to do debut in a DOA bikini. Ooh, I will go with a thousand. You know what? I, 680, I'm not, 680 more. I'm not going to say yes, but I'm also not going to say no. <laughs> so take, take that for what you will, America, and those of you in foreign lands. I will call one of those those companies that buys me likes just to get that video <laughs> made. That's, that's what I'm going to do. Great. Great. All, <laughs> all for the furtherance of our our business model, which I don't even know what that is. I, what the fifteen dollars a year we make on Google advertisements? Yeah, it's a business model that everybody should follow. Take that shit to the bank. <laughs> um, uh, real quick, one of the one of the nice things about Dance Central, I did not get Dance Central too, so this might be totally old, and I don't know about it. Uh, you know, there's there's the party mode, and there's the you know dance off, and you know all the the single player, uh, and and all that's fine. It's it's great. Uh, there is also the fitness where you can basically say, you know, I want to dance three times a week and burn 300 calories every time I do. You can set goals for yourself, like in a fitness game. Or what's kind of slick is you can just say, I want to track fitness. And then whatever you do in any game mode as that logged in user just keeps a calorie counter up on the screen. So that's kind of like you don't, you can just say, I want to have a vague idea of how much calories, how many calories I'm burning. And it does that. So I thought that was cool. So what's the um, code in there for? Like, because I know the old games would let you import songs. Yeah, it's so you can... Can you import backwards? No, not, not it's that you'd so you want can import to. old games into three. That's kind of weird that you need a code for that. Wouldn't you need a code for the old games? I guess because they can't put a single-use code on the old games, they don't want everybody going out and renting a copy of Dance Central 1 to import it. Huh. But you would still have to have three... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I don't, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, like, it's $5 to import the songs from Dance Central 1, and Dance Central 1 only trades in for seven fifty. so I didn't feel like it was worth it. Yeah, it's not a, not a good business proposition. I'll, I'll, I'll just put the disc in. It's fine. Um... But no, that that game's great. If you if you want to dance, dance. The the one thing, and I do not want to get off on a tangent on this, but the one thing that I don't understand is 
the party mode app says you can DJ this party using smart class. Okay, cool. So I tried it on my tablet and that didn't work uh, because smart class doesn't like my tablet. I have got the Xbox live app loaded on my phone. Here's the thing though. Microsoft has not at all defined what smart class is. Oh, I can tell or you where you get it. I, fi- I figured it out. Did they add a smart class app like yesterday? Well, what's going to happen is for each game that supports smart class, and this starts on the 26th, I think. So this stuff's not even available yet. Like every game that does it will have its own app, which I think is stupid. That's pretty stupid, yeah. yeah why not just launch it from the My Xbox Live app, which is what I thought was going to happen, which I, I did that with Forza for like an hour before I realized, oh, this doesn't work. Yeah, well, yeah, like I'm look like I'm flipping around in the mic. So I'm like, oh, great! I can send messages to people, but how do I, how do I make you do things with the game I'm playing? And like, it even knows the game you're playing. Like, it pops up and says, "Hey, you're playing Forza." Well, okay, thanks. I I knew that because I looked for a Dance Central app, and there was not one to be found. Yeah, I don't think they launch until the 26th. Well, that's great because you know they were really clear about that. Well, yeah, I mean they. Supports right there in that instruction. Oh. <laughs> don't. Don't, because I'll... Oh, come on, they don't even give you the uh, the warning I, the warning paper I, anymore. Yeah, what was I bitching about with the instruction manual? You and I were talking, that was uh, RE6, I know I was complaining about, but there was something else. What was, I thought it was Dance Central. Was it Dance Central? Oh, yeah. Like, I, you can level up in this game. I, I don't know what that does. I, I, I seem to unlock outfits. I guess. But maybe maybe it's just so you can look better when you do the butt. Maybe maybe that is all that I do. But yeah, because the, the thing was, you know, I have to write a review on this game. I would like to be able to properly inform people. I can't seem to find anywhere on their website where they, you know, say, oh, and, and here's, you know, here's the manual that we didn't give you because we want to be green. Great. You want to be green. That's fine. Their website still says, coming soon, Dan Central 3. That's fucking useful. That's, they've got a good web team. And, and well, and it you know it it follows right on the heels of me getting the Resident Evil manual from a NeoGaf forum post. Well, yeah, that's where all manuals are for the future. It just, I totally get not having paper manuals. I that's fine, but unless you are going to specifically explain every part of your game, you need to make that information accessible somewhere. So. Yeah, I have a beef with that about Skylanders, but I actually got corrected in my review. So, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll let you, I'll let you cover that because then I got a question for you about that. Okay. Um, I have been playing Fable: The Journey, the uh, the horse ass petting simulator. The horse ass petting simulator. I petted so much horse ass. What's the um, um, What's the acronym for that? Horse ass petting simulator. Haps. Haps. You've been yeah. playing the haps. I. <laughs> When people say, what's the haps? I'm like, oh, I think you know. <laughs> I think you know. It's Fable the Journey on Kinect. Um, it's... I, I'm reserving judgment because I seriously played this game for like two and a half hours. But... Um, I heard it's good when it works. And that's the yeah, big if right there, like when it works. That, that is a really good... So, so here's the thing. You, you play the game the first time. You know, you're sitting and it's like, all right. You can throw spells with your left and your right hand. So we're going to, you know, put targets all over around the screen, you know, one at a time. And it's kind of cool because, like, you'll throw at a target and your spell will sort of, like, curly cue towards it. 
and then you'll throw it again and it'll be more direct and you'll throw it again and it'll be like right on point like it's like it's honing down your aim um and so, so you go through this kind of long thing and i did that and it still wasn't working too great so i went back to, to the default and then that was okay for a while so then today I was playing and I was playing on the default. I'm like, man, this is all over the place. I need to I need to calibrate this thing. In order to calibrate, you need to quit your game. Oh yeah, that when I had Connect, that was always my issue. It's like, hey, you you gotta leave. Like I don't want to leave. Why can't I do it right here? But uh, no, that, no, that's not Connect calibration. That is the in-game calibration. Oh, the in-game. Yeah, that's throwing shit at dummies to you know to refine. The, that you know that is basically within an option menu of the game but you still need to quit and, you know, lose any unsaved progress to do that. Oh, well, fuck you and your horse haps. Yeah. I, I think my issue is that game doesn't predict. And, and here's what I mean. When I, when you play like a uh, diabolical pitch, you know, you've got enemies, all different parts of the screen. You know, I'm not making sure that I throw directly at a guy. You know, if I throw to the right side of the screen, I'm going to be throwing at the guy on the right side of the screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to throw past anybody unless there is just straight up nobody there. In Fable, you'll have a guy running towards you. I'll throw the bolt spell and it'll explode on the floor in front of him. It's like, really, game? Where the fuck do you think I was throwing that? <laughs> do, do, do you think that was like a warning shot? Well, yeah, you was trying to make him dance like Yosemite Sam used to do. You know, and that's the, with Connect games, you know, obviously there's there's a certain level of fudge involved in them, and I think that you need to develop understanding that, you know. Okay, you know, this guy just threw a bolt it, directly where he threw it, there's nothing, but there's an enemy real close to that, so we're just going to assume he threw it at that enemy. That doesn't happen. So you wind up just, like, throwing and just, like, pegging all around guys, and... That's fucking stupid. Well, you know it'll be better with the new connect. Yeah. yeah. That that's when we can actually say on the box it's better with connect when they launch 720 next year with the built-in Kinect. They, and they put right on the box all the shit we promised you last time. It's here. Most of it. It's but yeah. So, I don't I mean, Fable it it looks nice. It's there there are parts of it that are that are kind of cool. It's just you know it's it's touchy connect stuff. Uh, uh, steering your horse is touchy. Everything's kind of touchy, and it's there are games that do this well. You know, Diabolical Pitch did that well. Mini Ninjas Adventures did it really well. Uh, I think Fable: The Journey, at least initial impression, seems to fall into that bad middle ground of connect games that try to be controller games. Maybe they should patch it like they did Layer. That just, you know, they, they try to be too precise. And then it just kind of, Connect is inherently imprecise. Make you think you know, Peter Molyneux worked on it. They promise you one game and you get another one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm he, not, not going to get into the... <laughs> he, did, he did work on it, but he was gone before they finished it. So Yeah, I was going to say, he, he can't have done... Much work on it, so he, he, I don't know. If he did seventy five percent, he probably really only did like twenty five percent. You know. Yeah, I, I obviously need to spend more time on it. My initial impression is, is like so many other Connect games, 
when it works, it's a lot of fun. It, I exactly exactly how I felt about Skyward Sword. Yeah, I still like that game. I I wanted to like that game. I so I so am so excited for a Wii U Zelda at this point though because you know the motion control is going to be dialed back. I I how are they going to do that? Are they going to make that playable with the motion plus and the control? I mean, they can't make it not playable with the controller. Well, they're going to have to make it playable with only the controller. Because not everybody's going to have a Wii remote, you know what I mean? But they could make it an option. See, that's the funky thing with the Wii U. It supports all of that stuff, and they're assuming that their audience has all of that stuff, but they can't guarantee it. And that's why they you know? can't require it. That's like why Pikmin doesn't use it. You know, it uses it, but it doesn't require it. You can't. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, will you have Wii remote and nunchuck controls in the next Zelda along with your traditional controls? That's fine. If you want to do it that way, that's fine. I will play with the controller and be thrilled. It would it would basically be the GameCube and Wii versions of Twilight Princess only with selectable controls. That's fine. I'm okay with that. And I I would be cool. You know, it's I think the Wii U will be hopefully be a benefit for Nintendo because they won't feel required to motion the shit out of everything. Oh yeah, the best games they did on that system weren't really motion like uh new Super Mario Brothers. Uh, even Mario Galaxy wasn't really... It, it had gimmicky motion stuff, but it wasn't required. Well, yeah, give me the option. You know, here, if you want to use a controller, fine. If if you want to do the motion stuff, do that too. It's... I got to think if you're implementing the motion stuff, regular controller can't be that hard. Nope. But I Maybe I'm overthinking it. Anyways. Um, I also... I started Resident Evil 6. Oh, yeah, there's that game. Yeah, there is uh, there is that game. Oh, what a game that is! That 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 game makes me mad. I like that game. I I I really want to like that game. Like I played through Leon's campaign, and I think that Leon's campaign ends in a cool way. Uh, and I I like the feel of it. It does a lot of the stuff that I really liked about Operation Raccoon City. There's parts of Leon's campaign where you're basically in the dark. And you see a shadowy figure move, and you fire, and your muzzle flare lights up that there's like six fucking zombies around. And then you're just kind of panicky, and the fact that that game is not at all explained and how to play it is irritating. And there are some sections to it that, like the swimming section, that made me want to throw the control. I know you didn't like that section, but I really liked the way it looked. Like, it was so pretty. Oh, it looked cool, and it it reminded me of that scene in Jaws where, like, he's inspecting the boat and then the dead body floats up. Um, like, that was cool. The, the game looks awesome. For the parts of it where you're not staring at Leon's back, it really, it looks nice. Uh, and the atmosphere is good. I just, I feel like I'm fighting with the game to play the game at times. Well, I can I can totally see that. I, I just and, look past that because there are so many games like that that don't explain things to you. Like, Dark Souls was praised for it. It's like, hey, here's a game. It's really hard, but it's not as hard if you know this, 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 and this, but I'm not going to tell you this, 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 and this. Yeah, that was kind of the Dark Souls gimmick, though. Yeah, it was. Uh, and I'm okay with that on a lot of levels. Like, it was probably because I played the demo of RE so many times that I just figured that stuff out. Like, I'm one of those people that when I start playing a game, I just press every button just to see what the hell it does. 
That's usually why I grenade people when I first start games like first-person shooters. <laughs> I just grenade everybody because, I well, there's the grenade button. Now I know. Oh, found the grenade button. Yeah, I'm good. We're good to go. And, and it, I mean, most of that stuff is fine. I think some of my frustration, too, is like, I'm getting hit. I have no clue from where. I just turn around completely, and I still don't know. That's that's the scary part. I love having a dedicated melee button, though. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's... I abuse it. I abuse nice. it, though. So I want to I wanna check out Chris's campaign. I'm really... It's... it's I, I'm going to stop talking about this, because I... I'm disappointed that I couldn't be on that Phoenix down because I could talk for hours about the RE storyline. So I listened uh, to that show. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, although Drew was wrong a couple times. I had to I had to go back and listen and make notes and call him out where he was wrong. But I I feel like there were a couple of times where I was like sitting in the car going, Well, what? Uh, maybe <laughs> No, no, that's not what happened. Shh, be quiet. I didn't, he didn't even feel know like the there dudes... was anything totally egregious in there. No, there wasn't anything like, Oh my god, you're an idiot but the fact that he didn't know Billy, Billy's name. Oh, Billy Cohen. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was like, "Come on, dude, that's <sighs> that's obscure-ish." <laughs> it is and obscure, I, but come on. And I don't think he mentioned that the name of the monster that chases you around in remake is Lisa. Yeah. Uh, but and, and again, that's that yeah, one's that's, more obscure than Billy. <laughs> that's that's my own personal issue that I need to deal with. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so. Oh, and this is totally um, those books. Um, I, I, if anybody happens to be a Resident Evil fan, I think it was Brady Games made uh, Resident Evil Archives Volume 1 and 2 books. It is basically like two, well, it seemed pretty nice, the history of Resident Evil. And Volume 1 has been like 150 bucks on eBay for forever because it's been out of print since I think 2005. Amazon, for whatever it's worth, is taking pre-orders on a reprint of both books together. It was like what was it like 26 bucks when I pre-ordered it the other day so <laughs> from your experience if if you're like me and you've been chasing down Resident Evil books because you've given up on life <laughs> then go get them there hey you I know guess. some people yeah. they get into that mythology it's like when when Mortal Kombat rebooted and I'm sitting there watching all this stuff happen I'm like I remember all of this I know why I, I know the most obscure characters and their backstory yay for me <laughs> And, and RE6 has been one of those games that uh, kind of like LNOR and Uncharted that Faith wants to be around when I play because she wants to, you know, she digs the story. And so, like, you know, we meet Sherry and Jake and I pause the game and spend a solid five minutes explaining to her why it's significant that Sherry and Jake are in a mission together. <laughs> and she kind of got, she's like, just, just, just play. Just, play just, the game. just unpause. Yeah. You're good. I, I don't care. I've accepted your flaws when I married you. Just yeah, pretty much. Like my, my wife just tells me that at this point. When I start yeah. rambling on about something, she's like, I, I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Stop talking. Uh, so I did that. I played more Borderlands 2. Uh, Dude. <laughs> I'm so done with that game. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, you weren't able to play it online. And I think that is really. No, no, that was Drew. This, no. I didn't think you. I didn't think you had anybody to play it online. Right? No, no, there were people online I played with. Oh. Yeah, it's. I, I understand that that's still the best thing. It's better when you play with your friends. Yes, that's that's the big difference. I was playing with just random people. Yeah, I, I can see. I mean, I'm still playing as a siren. I really like that. Uh, my buddy just started and insanely leveled up a necromancer because 
I really wanted to play the Necromancer, but I was done with the game before she came out, so... It looks pretty cool. He makes this big robot. <laughs> yeah. Like, shows up and zaps shit. And there there are some parts of that game that are super goddamn frustrating. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm a level 20, and there are level 16 enemies that will drop my shield in one hit and then just immediately kill me. Like, there's some real weird balance issues there, which I think is why you need a second player, because you need somebody to revive you. Yeah, it seems like they built the game around playing more than single player. Yeah, but even like single that. player, it's still got that Borderlands sense of humor. Oh no, the, the, that part of it is fine. Like I'm okay with all of that. All of that is great. It's just the grinding that gets on me. Yeah, de- definitely. There, there are times when I've spent two hours doing side quests and barely gained any experience, and there are side quests that are at my level. Um, yeah. So I have issues with that, but. I was really surprised having played Diablo 3 50 some hours and then Torchlight 2 I don't know 20 or 30 so far I there is still room in my heart for another loot quest fetch thing well, which I yeah, did you, not think would be the case. You still that's that's pretty much it for the year and probably it for the next year and a half. I I just kind of figured after those first two things I would be so done with I'm going to pick up this gun and See if it's better than the one I got. Plus three but, more. Nope, I'm, I am, neck deep in that game. Well, well that's all that matters. Yeah, uh, I guess. Uh, I don't think I played. I don't remember the last time I was on. That's all the important stuff I think that I've played. Did I play anything else for review? I don't. I don't remember. I I, I had so. to pull up a list to find mine, because I've been through so much crap in the last two weeks that I don't even, I don't even remember. I played Fractured Soul at one point. Some dude got pissed about it. Yeah, that's about all we need to say about that game. <laughs> yeah. Not, not yeah, not that I, not that I played it. But it's of more interest that he got angry about it. Well, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm amazed that there's a diehard Fractured Soul fan. But you know, good power to him. You know, there, I mean, there were there were other reviewers that gave that game decent scores. And what the other reviewer? Good Don't for you them. mean? <laughs> was that, I, like, I thought there right. was only one. <laughs> there might have been. You know, it's like you you mentioned them plural, and like, I, hold on. Well, I gotta... I'm, assu- I'm assuming there was that reviewer and this guy. Let me see. Let me see. Can I can I look it up real quick without dead air? Yes. Okay. Oh, there were twelve reviews. Sorry, oh. there were twelve reviews. Uh, average of sixty nine point six seven. Oh, yeah. I was definitely I was definitely on the low. I just <gasps> a couple people gave it a nine, but whatever. That's you know what that that is total personal preference. I, Drew and I were way apart on our Retro City Rampage reviews. We were not so far apart on our Sherlock reviews. Uh, to be fair, I'm not enjoying Resident Evil as much as you did. Yeah, no, not, not a lot of people are. I'm I, enjoying I don't know Borderlands why. a hell of a lot more than you did. Yes, so, you are. I mean, I, I know you gave it a good score based on its its technical merits, but. Yeah, which Your, it's it's really good. It's a really good yeah, game. Our interest levels in the game are miles oh, apart. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> and that's 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 uh, totally fine. I have other things in my life taking my time. Way too much time. Way well, too much time. It's that time of year. Okay, yeah, so I I think I'm done. Okay. What did, what about this week? Uh this week I uh I need to play more Fable the Journey. And I, I don't want to say 
that I don't have anything else right now because then I know you are going to screw me. Uh, Just wait till I get to new releases. But I shit. <laughs> I I feel like there's something connect lurking. Uh, maybe that's the kind yeah. of stuff that the, the ones that are lurking are the ones that we we don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh oh. Um, Professor Layton comes out on uh, the Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, a week from today. So hopefully, hopefully that'll hopefully show that. up. I will yell at her again um, because I had to yell at her four times for Pokemon, which we finally have. So, because fuck yeah, Layton. Yeah, I'm I'm more interested in yelling at Nintendo about other big things that are happening in less than thirty days, which makes me cry. But, yeah, well, but know, I'm still yelling. I I did get Pokemon eventually. If you know you want to be editor in chief, you gotta. That's the kind of crap I gotta deal with. You gotta deal with those things. Uh, but yeah, other than that, probably more Borderlands. I am now two episodes behind on The Walking Dead. I know I say that every damn time I'm on here, but um, that that might that I might just earmark that shit for Thanksgiving. Uh, and obviously more Resident Evil Six. And I still want to go back and finish the Testament of Sherlock Holmes. All right, because I, I like that game. Let me see here. I don't. I don't remember the last show. To be honest, there wasn't. Well, there wasn't. not last week. But, so, oh, okay. So yeah, two. Uh, let me see if I talk about. Um, did I talk about Forza? No, I did not talk about Forza. I can talk about Forza, even though it's still not out. Uh, and my review has been out for almost a week now. Okay, How, how's Forza? Forza is fantastic. Um, it's It was really hard to play this game um, knowing that Need for Speed is right around the corner. And you look at Need for Speed, and it's supposedly like the closest thing we've had to a burnout since Paradise. Uh, and it's made by the same people, so you get super excited, and you're like, oh, well, Forza Horizon's coming out. Eh, okay. Most people hear the Forza name, they go, ooh, Gran Turismo, basically... You know that ripoff that Microsoft made that was really good, uh, and as a as a basically eclipsed Gran Turismo as far as a lot of people's favorite simulation racing game. But Forza Horizon is made by a completely different team. Uh, it's made by uh, Playground Games, uh, which is a studio that was uh, created out of a bunch of developers who had lost their jobs. So it's kind of a fun little story. That's cool. Um, so they got to make this game. It's pretty much an intermittent year because you know the Forza team is working on a launch game for for 720. So they oh, were, yeah. they weren't going to do another annual Forza this year. They were going to take it take time off, take the two year development cycle to create a whole new game. Uh, so these guys kind of came in, took over. Uh, it's an open world game, takes place in Colorado during a festival uh, where you basically go from event to event and do these different races. And the cool thing about it is that they've kind of straddled that line. So you're not just playing a simulation racer. Like, those features are in there. You can bump up the difficulty to ridiculous levels and turn off all the assists, and you're playing pretty close to a simulation game. But then, on the other hand, you can turn them all off, and it feels a lot like Project Gotham, which is one of my favorite racing games. It even has a sort of a kudos system built into it. So it's it's really, really good. I can't recommend going and playing the demo enough. Uh, especially if you're like me and you kind of hesitate at the name Forza because you're not a simulation racing guy. So Yeah, because like I, 
I really never gotten into a racing game other than Burnout Paradise, specifically because that wasn't really, you know, you could you just kind of drive around and crash into stuff, and it was low barrier of entry knowledge-wise. Anything like the, the Gran Turismo games have always scared me away. Yeah, and that's that's kind of how I am. Uh, but the cool thing is, is Horizon, like I said, straddles that line, but also brings a lot of the stuff that's cool about Forza, like the decal system is in there. Um, everything is streamlined, so like if you go from event to event and your car's not available to play there, you can upgrade it right on the spot without having to go somewhere else. Um, there's lots of stuff to find around, and it's oh, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely beautiful game. Um, like there's a photo mode in it. Like when you know when a game has a photo mode, you know it's good looking because they want you to take pictures of it and share it. <laughs> <laughs> they are proud of what they did. Exactly. And I took this awesome picture that I uploaded to the server before the game was out of me driving down at nighttime with the fireworks going off in the distance. And it was just, man, it's it's a really pretty game. So I definitely recommend checking out the demo if you're a fan of those kind of arcadey open world racing games. Uh, I will know this week or next week whether or not it's better than Need for Speed. Uh, obviously those two are going head-to-head with Forza releasing on Tuesday and Need for Speed directly the week after. So I'll be interested to see how Need for Speed holds up. Uh, I also played through the DLC for Trials Evolution. Uh, I have put way too much time in that series, uh, but nobody does DLC uh, for downloadable games as well as Red Links does. I mean, they threw 36 tracks in here, new creation tools, um, uh, BMX bike, which completely changes the whole dynamic of the game and is is really cool. Added two new skill games, uh, everything about it is great, other than the fact that ever since I installed the DLC, I feel like the game loads slower. Like, it takes forever for the main menu to come up. I don't <laughs> like that. Uh, but everything else that's packed in there, man, five bucks. Is that all? Okay. It's that's only five bucks, and it's it's just a ridiculous amount of content. So Yeah, for, for 36 tracks and something that may make you want to go back and play the other stuff again. Oh yeah. yeah, it's 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 really good DLC. If you if you like Trials, there is no reason you shouldn't buy that DLC, like none whatsoever. I I don't like Trials, but it sounds like a great deal. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is like if you don't like Trials, it, this ain't gonna change your mind. But whatever. It's if you if you do like Trials, you probably don't even need to hear me talk about it because. Uh, and I do have to say that it finally brickwalled me. I haven't finished all the extreme tracks yet, and that's kind of like my thing. Every time a Trials package comes out, I beat every extreme track, which people call me insane for, because if you've ever played one of those, they are the most frustrating things you will ever play. Um, But I have beat all of them up to this point, and there are four in this game, and I have yet to finish one, and it's driving me nuts. So, um, I played through the unfinished one, which is the black and white, well, without spoiling anything, the first chapter's black and white. Uh, PSN downloadable game from Giant Sparrow that uh, it's 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 kind of becoming a trend on PSN these kind of artsy game slash non game because uh, I don't really think you can die in the unfinished one. Um, can 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 you win? Like, yes, can you... there is an ending. There's uh, okay. There is an ending, um, which is kind of cool. It kind of reminded me of Braid or uh, Sixth Sense, where it kind of plays back to all the stuff that you did to show you how it came to the conclusion, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but it, it's got some really neat mechanics in it. 
Uh, like for instance, like the video you see all over the place is throwing the black paintballs on the white background to find out where you're supposed to go. Um, but that is really the only thing they've shown. Mostly, um, there are four chapters, and each chapter has a different kind of mechanic to it. Um, without spoiling too much, like the second the second chapter has you doing this thing with water uh, that helps you grow platforms. Um, then there's a light mechanic, and then there's a kind of geometry mechanic in the last area. It reminded me a lot of Portal. Um, That's a good thing. Not necessarily in the sense of humor or things like that, because it's very somber. Um, it's kind of whimsical narrative, but at the same time kind of sad in some aspects. Um but just the idea of the mechanics in first person and trying to figure out, hey, okay, so I've got to put this here and this there to go here, kind of portal ideas. Um, but no, I I really enjoyed it. It's it's short. Um, yeah, I was going to ask. I, I feel like I heard someplace that that game is over pretty quickly. Yeah, it it took me about two and a half, three hours to go through the whole thing, and and it's not bad um, because it gives you a lot of toys. Once you collect, you collect balloons in the game. And the balloons serve as currency for you to unlock what they call toys, which are essentially cheat codes. So you can, like, stop time and throw a bunch of paintballs into the air and then unstop time and let them fall on the ground. Or you can actually buy a a homing device that finds all of the uh, the balloons for you so you can go back and collect them all. And then there's an ultimate item once you collect all the balloons, which is pretty much just let you toy through the game. So... But no, I, I definitely recommend checking it out if you're into those kind of games. I feel it's a little, a little on the pricey side for three hours, but is it fifteen? It's fifteen. So, you know that that may be a little discerning, but outside of that, I I thought it was really good. And I'm not really big on those artsy games. If you ever heard me talk about Journey or stuff like that, Flower, I'm I'm not really the biggest fan of those. But this was gamey enough that it didn't bother me. So. It sounded cool. I, d- I definitely want to check it out. It, it's it it sound not not to just boil it down, but it just sounds different. Yeah, right? it, you know what I mean. It, it really is, um, and I think that's why I enjoyed it. And there are some sections of the game when I get to it, like one of the things I mentioned in my review is it's one of the few games that does so little that evokes so much emotion. Like in the first level, I felt like a kid in a playground throwing the paintballs all over the place. It was just fun, and then there's literally a level which ends up being the nightmare level that I was actually scared. Like, I was concerned moving from place to place. And that's pretty hard to do for a game that looks kind of as, you know, I don't want to say childish, but not as realistic right, as some right. other games. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, the next game I reviewed, I don't need to talk about it, was Angry Birds on the 3DS. Is it Angry Birds? It's Angry Birds. Um, Super. Yeah, with some some weird design choices, but you can read the review. It's Angry Birds. It's thirty dollars. <laughs> Does it work with the touchscreen and the analog? Yes, you can okay. choose either or. And my biggest problem was is that neither one of them were efficient, which is kind of sad because it's it's a game you play with one finger. Yeah, how do you how do you screw up a touchscreen game on a touchscreen device? It's because the they don't put the whole you know like the bottom screen is is SD. You know, it's kind of that 4 by 3 size, uh, so it's kind of hard to do that. So the only thing you see in the 4 by 3 screen at the bottom is the, the bird and the slingshot. Whereas the top screen serves as kind of your 
overcast of the whole level. But gotcha. yeah, that's that's kind of where it broke because yeah, the analog controls felt better, but at the same time, the touchscreen stuff was more accurate. So it's it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, what that's, else? That's weird because it seemed like paying thirty dollars for games that I get free on my Android was such a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, well, even iOS users, if you package all that stuff together, it's what, like $4? Yeah, <clears throat> I... Hmm. Without Angry Birds Space in there at all? Like, that's not even an option? I mean, it, it, it's hard to argue that much content until you compare it to the fact that you can get it so much cheaper somewhere else. Like, there are literally hundreds of hours of content in that on that cartridge. Oh, I, uh, yeah, there's there's no doubt. It's just... There was a standard set, and unfortunately, this it just didn't happen. This would have been better as a downloadable title on all the systems it hit. For ten or fifteen bucks, it was a lot easier to swallow than thirty and forty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because for ten or fifteen bucks, then I'm like, hey, I can get this on my 3ds or you know DSi or whatever, and stop this damn kid from saying, hey, can I play Angry Birds on your phone? Yeah. <clears throat> No, here you can play it on your own device. Go away. Exactly. If, for that price, sure. For thirty, yeah, no. Thirty bucks, you're kind of like, eh, mm. Angry Birds, man. Yeah. I I like the game. It was fun, but I have seriously played through those first what fifty levels like ten times now. I'm just kind of done. And that game's kind of coming out at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, Angry Birds is really on the downslope. Space, I get, and all that. You know, but you're seeing less of the toys or the toys you are seeing are in the bargain bins. You know, they they, they, they are on 1430 of their 15 minutes. Yep. This this is a really poor time to try and bank the most money they've ever tried to get for that game. And nobody's talking about Bad Piggies, which is not a good sign. No. But that's I'm, their new game. So Amazon's really trying hard to convince me I want it. I don't even know what it is. Like, that's how much I know. But I downloaded Space and played through, like, the first world, and I was just done. Like, I, I don't even care anymore. I, When it wasn't a adult movie about police officers, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> well, then. Are we talking about Bad Lieutenant? Let's talk about that movie with Harvey Keitel. There you go. I try uh, not to talk about Harvey Keitel. Oh, that's true. Uh, one other thing to talk about before I get into... I, well, I did play DOA a lot. That's that's a whole other story. That's kind of my go-to <laughs> it's game. kind of a given. Yeah, that's kind of my go-to game when I'm like, okay, I'm really frustrated with doing all these 500 reviews. I'm going to go play something I want to play. It's usually that. So I played probably about four or five hours of that this week. Um, i got two games left. These are the big games that I've been playing. I'm thinking... Oh, no, actually, I have a lot more than that. Hold on. I'm just looking at the list of stuff that's been posted. I forgot there's a bunch of stuff scheduled. Hold on. <sighs> Step back and catch my breath because I'm going to talk too long. Yeah. It's... Uh, 007 Legends is another game that I've been playing. Yeah, how was that? Yeah, my review's in... Uh, it's not good. It's not good. Uh, the first level you play, you're kind of looking at the reviews going, Really? A four? Yeah, it's not Bond, but it's fine. Then you get to the second level. You die 6,000 times because the fucking thing is broken. And you go, okay, I see it. I see it now. You have made, you have taken what could possibly have been the greatest Bond game ever. Because you, you had liberty to pull from every great movie that that series has ever done. 
and you had and and you had the liberty to pull the best stuff from every one of those movies, and then you pick some weird choices for the movies, like Goldfinger. I get everybody knows Goldfinger. Everybody knows the famous scene with him getting his junk cut by the laser. You know, we all know that. That's in the game. Um, we all know about Odd Job. And then you make the fight with Odd Job a context sensitive analog motion thing simulator that's kind of like a mix between punch out and shit. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. And that's pretty much the end of every episode is you fight a boss and you use the punch out controls and it's really terrible. But anyway, that's not the worst part of the game. If that's if that's even fathomable, um, the game is broken. Uh, sometimes enemies will see you from two miles away and shoot you from two miles away and not miss. Other times you could be standing right in front of them and they're running into a wall, uh, wondering why they can't shoot you. So there's that. Uh, also, as I mentioned, um, probably some of the worst uh, decisions for a game, like the skiing level in the second in the second movie, which is on Her Majesty's Secret Service, is awful. Uh, it's an instant fail mission that you instantly fail at least 30 or 40 times before the game decides to just, you know, kind of glitch out and let you let you get through. Which is just awful. Um, but no, there's, there's nothing redeeming about that game. Like, even the Daniel Craig sound-alike, it's not him. I know a lot of people think it's him, but it's not him. He even fucks up the line. Like, literally, in Goldfinger... Um, what does he say, Jim Bond? Well, like, she asks him, uh, Pussy Galore asks him, She's like, well, I didn't catch your name. And he's like, it's James Bond. <laughs> and I'm like, how, how do you mess that up? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, my name's Jim. James Bond. Yeah, whatever. Mm. I, I, want it kind of, uh, I want it kind of roughed up, not stirred. And I'm like, how do you mess up that iconic line? I don't, I don't get I it. Want my, I want my martini jiggled. Yeah, I want it jiggled on the rocks. But not stirred, please. So yeah, there's all kinds of that, and there's weird choices. Like they got the guy who played um, Jaws. I can't. I, his name's Richard Kylel or something like that. The I, guy I, who was in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, he he comes back to do the voice of Jaws, but then you get to the the Pierce Brosnan movies, and you know Jinx, Halle Berry's character. It's like it doesn't even look like her. It's not her voice. It's so weird. I, just, I stopped seeing the Brosnan movies after watching half of the one with Denise Richards. Uh, yeah, that's... I understand. But it's just weird. It's weird of these choices they make. It's, it's, it's already weird enough that Daniel Craig is in every one of them. And in a movie like Goldfinger, he has a smartphone. You know, that's already weird. But then yeah. you throw in all of these mix-ups with the other characters. It's just weird. It's, it's, it's not good. It's like somebody put the history of James Bond in a blender and then just kind of poured it onto a disc. Yeah, it's it's really kind of broken. It's really kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's that's it's, gross. I, from what I'm hearing, though, uh, apparently Eurocom, which they're the people that made Goldeneye Reloaded, which was fine. It was it was perfectly serviceable, you know, and it wasn't broken. But I've heard that the rumors floating around is that this game kind of came out of nowhere and they only had nine months to make it. So... That could explain a lot of the issues. And it's like, well, you got to ship on this date. Good luck. Well, yeah, that would explain using the same bond everywhere, using the same gameplay mechanics everywhere, because you don't have time to make things for, you know, you don't have time to add in a shoe phone. 
So you just leave them with a cell phone. Oh, yeah. You take your pictures. You basically take GoldenEye Reloaded's mechanics, and then... Not to mention that, like, even if you go to the multiplayer portion of this game, which is the highlight, I guess, is what you would call it, uh, playing split-screen is great, and then you get online, and they've toned the player count down to 12 from 16, and it lags. Bad. Like, I was online Mm. throwing my hat around as odd job, and my hat would hit somebody, and then the next thing I knew, I was dead. So, I don't know... What happened there? You sure somebody wasn't using the old modem suspend button on you? It, that's what it felt like. It felt like I was playing Halo 2 and somebody put their modem on standby. Oh, standby. That was it. Yeah. yeah, but then that's not what happened. I hated those kids. You know, I was, I was actually shocked that the games I got into were full. I'm like, you people bought this? <laughs> like, that should have well, been my question in the voice chat. Like, you bought this? Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're... They're capitalizing on the fact that there's another Bond film coming out in what, a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, people are always, yeah, Bond. I'm excited for the new film. You know, I'd be like, hey, new Bond game, cool. Oh, wait, I didn't tell you the best part about the game. The ending's not on the disc. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to repeat that. The, the ending to the game, which is the Skyfall mission, is not on the disc. It. It will be D- it? it will be DLC in November. Is it free DLC? Uh, I'm hearing that it is free. Yes. Okay. Given that it's coming out, they don't want to spoil. Because who did that recently? Somebody. The game came out and spoiled the movie. Um, I remember that. It was. Uh, was it a super? It was movie? a superhero game. Um. Because oh, it started after the movie Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the the amazing the amazing Spider-Man game came out what like a week or a week and a half before the movie. Yeah, and it took place after the movie. Yeah, and certain people are alive, and you're like, oh, well, okay. Well, then, well, I guess we don't have to do suspense in the movie. Yeah, so I, I that I'm okay with. Uh, and, I, and I'm sure I'm sure it's on the disc, and it's you know, a six K. Yeah, or whatever. But that's fine. But what about people who don't have online? Well, like you bought a sixty dollar, yeah, you bought a sixty dollar game. Doesn't even have an ending. It's weird that you can't finish the game you bought until a couple of weeks later. Yeah, it's it, like when you get to the end of the last mission, the credits just roll. Like there's no ending. It it seems like there's a better way to do that, like ending the game and then having a downloadable epilogue that or takes place like that. during Sky during Skyfall. Yeah, y- yeah, you know, and, hey, buy this game. You know, you, there's an ending to it, and then there's a what happens next that you can download a couple of weeks later. Well, I got a better idea. We'll just not release it till the movie comes out and let them have an extra month of development time. They certainly needed it. <laughs> uh, yes, but I'm guessing that somebody was like, holy shit, we got to get this out before Call of Duty, Medal of Honor, and Halo 4. Get well, this out the door. Well, Medal of Honor drops this week, so it was only a week before Medal of Honor, but at the same time, it's like, this is published by the same people who do Call of Duty, so. <laughs> and, and it feels like Call of Duty. Like, you know where they took their cues from. I just, I mean, if, if I was throwing out a first-person shooter, I don't want to do it in November. Well, no, I don't want to either. But maybe so, maybe I, push it to December. There you go, there's nothing out in December, and people are hot off the new Bond movie because it looks pretty good, so. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. Either way, don't buy it. That's, that's if, my... if I'm holding it off to December, then I'm releasing it in April. That's true. You, you know, I people are still going to be playing Call of Duty and Halo Four. 
through the holiday season. Now you could you could throw it in that March window because there's just randomly really good games in March, and I don't believe there's an FPS in there. Uh, uh, gears, so, but that's not really FPS. Nah, but you know, then you've got people kind of back in that mode of, oh, there's games to buy. Oh, there's so many games to buy in March. I don't even want to think about that right now. I'd... I'm crying at February and March right now. Oh. <sighs> anyway, uh, moving okay. on. Uh, yes. Next game. I won't talk too much about this game, uh, which is Doom 3 BFG Edition Monster Closet. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Um, it's good. It, it's. I mean, it's... When you play an id shooter, you know you're playing the cream of the crop. And, like, it still holds up to this day. It's still good. Uh, the new missions are nice. They're not uber long, but it's cool to see content um, that's never been released. That's cool. Plus, not a lot of people played Resurrection of Evil, which is a solid uh, expansion that's also on the disc. So, I mean, you got 20 hours of Doom. Doom 3, anyway. Uh, you do have Doom 1 and 2, uh, which is weird that it doesn't work if you haven't installed. That's a weird thing. Um, but according to the developer, installing it doesn't do you any good. There's no benefit to it, which there's benefit to my Xbox not breaking, but that's beside the point. Well, and just sound. It is more enjoyable to play a game without the drive worrying the whole time. Well, yeah, that's true, too. But no, it's, yeah. it's Doom. It's Doom 3. If you have never played it, I definitely recommend it. Take into account it is a, God, what is that, like 10, 10-year-old game? That's pretty old. Jesus, is it that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I don't remember how long. I know Doom is twentieth anniversary is next year. Um, for the first game. No. Yeah, it is. It's older than that. No, uh, nineteen ninety three. That's when it came out. There is no way I was fifteen when Doom came out. Yeah. When? Yeah. Was it? Maybe. Nineteen ninety three, and then Doom two was. God, I don't remember how much longer after Doom. Doom two was, and Doom three, you know, stepped it up. Took it into 3D. Crazy, awesome graphics for the time. Yeah. Well, and Doom 3 is one of those weird games that I don't feel like 10 years of change will affect too much because it is sort of its own thing. It's just a monster closet. It's still scary. Exactly, monster closet. So it's not like, you know, you're going to go from playing Halo and Call of Duty to being like, this thing feels so totally dated because it's its own separate entity that resides outside the realm of what you consider standard for a first-person shooter. And 3 especially really leaned, from my recollection, more on tension, not more on tension than combat, but it, it tried to be much more atmospheric. Oh, yeah, it's the uh, whole flashlight, so, which they've changed for, the, <clears throat> for this edition. They kind of went with the Xbox version where you can... You can hold the flashlight and the gun at the same time, which you could not do in the original. So you had to choose which one you had up. Which yeah, logically like, makes no sense, but makes the game much more tense that you, if you can't see, then you just got to shoot. Yeah, because so. I, I remember people having the duct tape mod on yeah, the PC. Which is kind of funny because, of you know, 10 years ago or whatever when this game came out, people complained that you couldn't do it, and now that you can do it, people are complaining because you can. Like, oh, it takes away from the game! Yeah, but I guarantee you the version you played on your PC was modded. Don't lie to me. You are forgetting the cardinal rule. No one is happy ever. No, I know that. And and that's another thing about Doom 3. It's one of those games that you either loved it or you hated it. 
and it's not going to change. It is what it is. It's 40 bucks. I I believe there's plenty of content in there. It looks good. Oh, man, there's nothing like seeing an FPS run at 60 frames a second, which it is just so good at doing. Well, and and that's that's, I guess, my biggest question. If you've already played Doom 3, if you've already played Resurrection of Evil, is it worth it for the HDing? But you know what I mean? Is no, it, it, I mean, no. It's, it's If you can get it on the... You can still get the original on the PC, and you can put all those mods on it if your PC, you know, can handle that. If you can do that, then no. no. Okay. There's no... To me, that's always the issue with a re-release, is, you know, usually the standard thing is, if you've never played this before, this is the best time to do it, kind of how I'm holding out on Hitman Blood Money to see if they do an HD version. But, but you know, it's like for those who have already played it... Yeah, you you're not missing anything. Do you want to play? Okay. I mean, the okay. new the new lost missions are cool, but they're not that long. And seriously, if you're looking for story for Doom Three, I, I can run you the story of, Do- of every Doom game in about five minutes. You're on a space base, and monsters from hell. Yeah, you're on Mars. There's a portal to hell, and you're gonna shoot some demons, and that's the story. And eventually, you will find John Romero's head if you turn off clipping. Yeah, if you go inside of Satan. So, but no, that's Doom Three. In a nutshell, if you've never played it, it's very solid. It's definitely worth 40 bucks. Uh, I'm also playing Silent Hill, which I should be doing my review this week. It's uh, Book of Memories for the Vita. Um, it's good. It's it's different. <laughs> uh, yeah, your your original description of that game made me really curious about that game. It's a top-down action RPG um, that basically you have a level, you go through it, you collect... Uh, these puzzle pieces that let you go to the next level. Um, you will level up uh, your character. You can go back and grind, which you totally have to do that. And that's kind of what kills the game after a while, is the grinding. Because it's all about the leveling. It's not about the loot. Uh, all the weapons you collect will break at some point, so never get attached to a weapon. Um, it's static camera, so you can't spin the camera around, which is kind of disappointing. You can kind of move it with the right analog stick, but you can't pan it. So mm. that's kind of weird. Um, each button, the X and the triangle button are left and right hand. You can put like a gun in one hand, a knife in the other. Uh, the combat's not bad. You can tap, you can hold the left trigger to go into uh, block mode, and then you can kind of dodge around by tapping the X button, I believe. Um, it's not bad. Um... I don't know. It's it's fun. It's one of those games that's fun at first for like the first three or four hours. You're like, okay, this is pretty good. Uh, but then when you get to the second zone and the enemies get super hard and you have to go back and grind through zone one again to level up your character, it starts to become a little tedious. Yeah. Um, I, I almost wanted to call it like the best Silent Hill game in the past five years. <laughs> Even That's though it's not hard. No, it's not hard, and but at the same time, it's not really Silent Hill. Like the the, the enemies and the locales will totally give you Silent Hill. Uh, the puzzles are very rudimentary. Um, you will get to the once you go, you hit these balls, and then they do challenges, and the challenge <laughs> gives you a puzzle piece. Yeah, you slap the balls around. Ah. Uh, but uh, you you collect the puzzle pieces, and then you'll find a note that tells you how to solve the puzzle. Uh, and it's usually just putting certain things in certain places in a certain order. And the piece of paper is very cryptic. It's like, you know, list these from strongest to weakest. Um, 
which is fine, uh, but there's not a lot of puzzles in the game. There's just one at the end of every level. And then there's like these weird rooms that you can go into that are like nightmares. Um, and you can do them different ways and earn different stuff. Uh, there's a store you can go to, which is the, the mailman that's been in uh, every Silent Hill game. And he sells you stuff. <laughs> which is kind of weird. He's like, I see your back. You want to buy something? <laughs> so... Uh, sounds hey, pretty typical of my mailman. Yeah, um, there's a there's an economy system where you collect items, and then you buy them and sell them in the store. Uh, the touchscreen stuff is used uh, for your backpack. It's down in the bottom right hand corner. Uh, you can tap like your gun, which that's annoying. You have to tap the screen to reload your gun. Oh, that's really kind of frustrating. Uh, you can also repair your weapons. Your backpack, you can earn more slots. You can buy more slots to carry more things, but at the beginning you can carry three, so you usually carry ammo, a wrench, and a, um, a health pack. And then you have to tap those whenever you want to use them, which in the middle of combat is kind of a pain in the butt to do that. So It's not bad. Um, I'd probably, like, I was higher on it when I first started playing it until I started having to grind it, and then it got a little tedious. Um, it's good. There's a demo... If you enjoy it and you would enjoy a lot of that, I'd say you're pretty safe to buy it. But if you could see yourself getting tired of the grinding, maybe not. And if you're going into it for the Silent Hill story, leave it alone. Because there's not... I mean, there's four character classes, and seriously, it's like jock, emo, um, sp- uh, just, it, yeah, preppy. I think preppy is a class. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of weird. That's... The only story I got so far was the cutscene at the beginning. It's about these f- students who open this book of memories. And it's just really kind of convoluted and stupid, so it's, it's not really important. But there you go. That's uh, Silent Hill and the Vita. It's not bad. It's not great. It just kind of is what it is. There's a demo, so go play it. Uh, my review for that should be up this week. And finally, um, which it's amazing how long we've made this run... Um, just tells you what kind of time of year it is. I played a fuck ton of Skylanders Giants. <laughs> oh, okay. It, well, <laughs> he has also talked a fuck ton about Skylanders Giants. Yes. Um, specifically stalking the UPS man. <laughs> being... <laughs> being really angry i my favorite part about skylander so far is when i got the moga and you saw that ups delivered a package and you thought it was skylanders yes that was that was like hey there's my skylanders <laughs> and you went to pick it up and it's fucking and moga really pissed i was but it did come the next day and that's okay and but what sucked is like it came the next day without any of the toys except for the ones that came in the box which really like made me sad uh, but thankfully, like at, at this point, the game launched today. So the toys are just now available. Uh, so we played, I actually have played every single hour I have played of that game with my wife in co-op. Um, I have not played any of it by myself. And I think that's the biggest part of this game, is, and that's when it's the best, is when you're playing with somebody else. Well, good, because I plan on playing it with, uh, with my little girl. And and that's the best way to play it. Um, as long as you don't have somebody who's really 
antsy about their own stuff, you kind of got to do it as a collaboration. Um, so if you have two accounts on your 360, for instance, or your PS3, only one of you gets the achievements. Oh, well, yeah, she did. Yeah, so that, that's... that's weird, though. Uh, and also, all of your figures are, you know, you can put ownership on them, and they become yours, uh, but they're tied to that save game. So, for example, all of my figures are leveling up under my account. So. Uh, okay, so I have a couple of questions about this. Okay. And as I'm asking these questions, for, for those of you who aren't Ken... Bear in mind that I'm sitting here with a Skylanders Giant starter pack next to me and have been looking at characters and an additional portal for the 3DS. What is this game exactly? Because I I don't know anything about it other than the fact that you and a whole bunch of other people really love it. So I thought I should play it. Is is this like a is this like a third person like a Mario 64 Banjo-Kazooie kind of no. What the hell is this game? I don't even know what this is. This, the, the best way I can describe this game is that it's Diablo for children. And I, oh, prob- I probably just made you a lot worse off. I'm going to fucking hang up this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, it is a isometric perspective action RPG. Oh, okay. Because all the, all the box pictures make it Look, oh, hang out the box right next to me. Kind of make it look like look like a third person game. No, it's uh, it's definitely a top down uh, action RPG light. Uh, and the way it works is all of your your characters are your toys. So when you pop that toy on, he loads up to your save. Uh, obviously, if you haven't saved uh, in the previous game, which that was a a comment on my review um, was how I couldn't transfer all of my Series 1 figures into Giants into the collection screen, and it was because I had transferred them to the new save, which took me all of you know two minutes to go do the 20-plus figures that I had from the first game. So it wasn't a huge deal. just wish they kind of would have told me, because I have OCD about my collection. I want to know every figure that I have. Um, but it saves to the actual figure. Like, the figure keeps track of all of its stats. So it's HP and it's speed and all that stuff that you level up is attached to the figure. Uh, in the first game, the level cap was 10. Uh, with Giants, it's up to, to 15, and that does include the original figure, so now all the original figures will go up to 15. In fact, I hit my trigger happy at, at 12 the other night, which I was pretty proud of. Uh, I've almost maxed him out. Uh, I, I just, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I've seen conversation on Twitter that perhaps certain retailers are selling certain figures that have a higher level cap than 15? That's what I hear, and nobody seems to know the answer to that question. But at the same time, apparently Toys R Us is going to start selling the Wave 2 figures tomorrow to certain people, which also nobody has heard anything about. Which is just insanity that nobody knows what's going on with this stuff. Yeah, that's a, so like I, I guess the theory is, that, and I'm totally making things up. Like if you bought your Chop Chop at Target, then you could level them higher than 15. Or, According to that report, something. supposedly, but I don't uh, know. As of right now, everybody in my collection caps at 15. Uh, okay, so I've got another question. Um, 
because you have suckered me into this thing <laughs> that is just a fucking money pit. It is a money pit. There's no, uh, there's no doubt about that. But these figures look pretty cool. They're <laughs> that's the, the thing about the figures. This tree Rex looks awesome. It's the figures themselves are awesome. Like they're really high quality. They look cool. Uh, and even some of the new ones, like for instance, tree Rex, like his eyes glow when you put him on the portal. Oh shit. And that oh. is, yeah, that is awesome. You know, and and that's just kind of the cosmetic portion of it. It sucks that they're 10 bucks a pop or 12 bucks for the light cores or 15 for the giants. You know, that's like, dude, that's a $15 character. But the fact well, that you get that badass toy with it. Th- there are a lot of the three packs that you get can get like on Amazon for 15 bucks. So that's not too bad. You know, five bucks a character. Yeah. All right. Okay. So here's my question. Uh, I screwed up and I used Skylanders Giants as my, this is what we can do together if you get good grades <laughs> at Christmas with my kid, which means that now I have agreed that I won't touch it, which is probably fine because it's, you know, the crazy season. But on Amazon, there's somebody selling basically just the portal and the 3DS game. Can I, and it's the original Skylanders, so obviously the Giants wouldn't work with it. No. The Series 2 characters would. Uh, They're claiming they don't work. Like I said, I haven't tried to put them in the original, but I was told by a couple people that they would. They would just default to the original, you know, character. I I don't know how true that is. I have yet to try it. Okay, so I I guess here's my question. So I skirt the issue. I buy the thing for the 3DS. I start playing on the 3DS. You know, I get a three-pack, so, you know, I'm working with this Drobot or whatever, and then eventually we go to play Giants. I can take the Drobot that I've leveled up on the 3DS game and bring him over and start playing him on the PS3 game, and he will have all of his stats and all that shit? Yes. Yes, he will. You are fucking up my life. (laughs) I know. And that's the worst part about it. Like, I brought all my characters over. Damn it. And my trigger happy was Max, so he had, like, all this badass stuff. And then, like, I would load my other characters. Like, he even keeps their money, which the money is what you use to buy your upgrades. So I brought over characters that had, like, four and 5,000, you know, gold. So I just started upgrading the crap out of them. So, like, we've probably put, like, 20, 25 hours into this game this week. We beat the story mode. We went through all 21 of the challenge arenas, which, if you do that, you will understand how hard that is. Uh, But we did all of those, and we've played through the first few levels multiple times trying to collect all the stuff. And at the same time we're doing this, we're maxing out characters. So so this is kind of one of those things where how well, how long was the story about? It's probably about 12 to 15 hours, you know. It's it's decent. It's not as long as the first game. Is it is it different enough to play back through it with guys who are different? See, I, I guess I just you know, these you know, I've got like an air type, uh an undead type. Is this like Pokémon where it's like, "Oh, there's a rock enemy. I need a water type." No. No, it's not like that. Uh, what it is is the different elements will have different attacks, and this is where you get roped in, is leveling the characters, because their moves are freaking awesome. Like, when you max out the character, you get... The the characters now, when you hit a certain level, it starts to ask you, hey, which direction do you want to go? Do you want to level up this power, or do you want to level up that power? And then, here's the real kick, and this is marketing brilliance. Um, the characters that are new to Giants, just like the original Skylanders, if you played the original Skylanders, there was what they called a soul gem, hidden on every level. 
Uh, and what these soul gems are, are the ultimate powers for the characters. So when you collect the soul gem, it's like, hey, do you want to watch a preview? Do you want to watch a movie about this character? And you watch it, and you go, fuck, he looks awesome. And that's when your kid goes, okay, we need to buy that dude. You know, so like their final power is a collectible. It's it's just, it's marketing brilliance. It makes me sick because like I I refuse to watch the videos in the new game because there were so many figures that won't be available in the first wave. Yeah. I, don't, I like I don't want to watch these because I'll just want them worse. You know. This is insidious. It is. And like the first time somebody told me about it, I'm like gimmick. It'll flop. Plastic toys, whatever. I remember that. I remember because uh, I. I think I knew you already when the when the first yeah it was just last year came out yeah because I was like you know okay yeah, all right this is Pokemon this is you know some asshole trying to sell a bunch of stuff to kids and what a bunch of dicks and then you're like this game's really good I'm like no that's it's not supposed <laughs> to be good it's supposed to be a piece of shit thrown together to get kids to buy figurines yeah once you put a good game to it then damn it that's the problem <clears throat> and you know when I got to go out and visit the guys who make the game even they didn't realize what they'd done like when they created the first game they were like yeah we kind of expected it to do okay uh, Activision's really good at marketing all that kind of stuff so so uh, those were legitimate shortages not Nintendo style withholdings um, yeah it was it was legitimate like literally they were they were like wow we we really did not expect this to be as good as it is and sell as much as it does, as it did so um and from what i hear the the shortages did not happen uh just looking around twitter this morning hundreds of boxes so so everybody got what they were going for? Pretty much, from what I hear. Um, cool. I may actually go look for the, like, I, there's a couple characters that I wanted that we did not get for review. I thought about, you know, hitting over there at lunch tomorrow and just seeing if I could find them, which it seems like you can. Uh, well, and I mean, I'm I'm sure there was money lost on that the first time around. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, Activision knows that they could have made so much more money. And the thing is, is as it stands... If you combine everything, it's the it's the highest grossing game ever made. Just if you combine all the toys and the games and everything. Yeah, I, the only thing that I like, I know you need characters of. I, my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, is you need characters of certain types to get into certain areas. Yes. And that's the all right. You're making me buy extra stuff. The only thing I don't really care for is it seems like you have to buy stuff to just straight up unlock extra stuff you know it's like it's like the worst kind of on-disc dlc for the first one in a, in a, like, in a sense yes buy this action set and now you can get to frost ass mountain you know it's it it's not work. it's not that big of content like it's if you didn't play it you it's more like hidden areas that, that kind of makes it even worse that i just spent 15 dollars on one <laughs> character and access to this this is true until you start <laughs> playing the game and then you realize that you really like one of the biggest hooks is is like the game is good, the game is fun, um, but leveling the characters and collecting all of the stuff becomes the obsession, and the game does a really good job of of fueling that obsession. But it's it's buried under a game that's it's just good. Like when you get a new character, everybody gets excited. You know what I mean? 
So it's 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 really great marketing, but at the same time, it's a really well done game. This is the worst kind of thing for me to be playing. Why did you encourage me to do this? <laughs> I I just I, it's one of those things that I think is just really good. It's it's one of those ideas that came along that just works. I think you did it. <laughs> you can point to me when your wife yells at you and be like, hey, he's doing it too. Now, see. It, Look at all the crap he's buying. We all know that I am not nearly as bad as somebody else that will name, that we will not name Futon. Um, uh, well. That just, you know, he, he goes a little overboard. I understand he has two kids, um, so I'm sure that they're, they're, they are a big voice in that. That's his, well, that was my excuse for this. I'm like, well, the kid really seems to like it at a friend's house, so. I should probably try it. Yeah, until you play it. I warn you now that when you play it, it's pretty much over. I'm sorry. That, that, that's also why I'm leaving it until after the review season. This will be her thing to do, or for us to do, you know, like in that Christmas to New Year's break where we can just kind of edge out and spend quality time together, you know, not talking and holding video game controllers. That's been That's been like the highlight of this is that, you know, me and my wife don't play a lot of games together, but in the past three days... We've put 20 hours into this game. So, I mean, that's that says something about the game, you know. I'll have to try it with my wife. I don't know. My, it's, Megan loves it. She absolutely but, does. Like, she gets into the characters, and she wants to level them up, and she likes all the powers that they get. And then, of course, here's how you get your wife into it. They have hats. Okay, I was going to say, can you buy them shoes? Because if you can buy them shoes... You can, then you we, can. Then we've got a potential sale here. There are hats. You collect the hats. The hats give you stat bonuses. So this, and there's this a lot of happen. hats. There's yeah. like over a hundred hats. I'm pretty sure. All right. We do. Do they render on the character? Yes. As soon like as you can, put them on, and some of them are absolutely ridiculous. Like one of them's a like, party hat. Can I get like a backwards baseball hat or like one of those funky gesture hats? Dude, there's a there's a uh, Rastafarian hat. God damn it! All right, I gotta go buy that three six or that three DS portal. I'm not gonna make it. We'll see. There you go. We can go tomorrow at lunch. You're good. <sighs> anyway, but I want to move on because we've talked yeah, we, a lot. We probably we, should. <laughs> yeah, we should move on to the other stuff. Uh, but that's that's pretty much it. That's that's a lot of games that I'm playing this week. Uh, as far as what I'm going to be playing this week, uh, I should be playing Medal of Honor. Uh, maybe Need for Speed, and. A whole lot of something that I'll talk about in a minute that uh, I'm going to have to spread around, and people are going to hate me for it, but anyway. Uh, and then the last thing is, I've heard a little birdie talk about a certain game starring a certain chief that I may be playing this week. But uh, we'll talk about that uh, some other time. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. After I, I saw, gonna, after I saw that commercial it. during football, oh my god, I want to play that game now. But anyway... Um, looking at an ad for it next to your face on yeah. Skype right now. Yeah, see? So am I, actually. That's just kind of funny. <laughs> um, but anyway, new releases for the week. Uh, quite a bit. As we talked about, Skylanders, um, all versions and all silly amounts of plastic figures dropped this morning. So that's out this week. There's a lot of these things on the back of this box, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If if you need help deciphering what's what, just let me know. I'm There's full. 48. Am I counting that correctly? Yeah, and that's just the ones that are available from this version. There are some that are not on there from the first game, and then there are some that are doubles from Series 1, Series 2 kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Um, also out this week for the Vita, Street Fighter Cross Tekken is finally coming out. So there you go. Uh, Medal of Honor Warfighter 
is dropping this week for PC, PS3, 360. Uh, Cabela's Dangerous Hunts, 2013. Oh, yeah. It's coming out this week. Everybody's excited for that game, I'm sure. Uh, but that's not the only Cabela game. <laughs> There's also Cabela's Hunting Expeditions is coming out this week. Uh, alongside Zero's Escape, Virtue's Last Reward for the 3DS and the Vita. What the... I, I, I really don't know. I've never heard of this game. I, is it... I I don't know. I'm just wondering, because the, the little alien in Warp, his name was Zero. Yeah. No, this looks very Japanese. Ah. Uh, Carry so. on, then. Uh, just Dance Disney Party hits for the 360 Connect this week. It's a budget title, so I don't really know what to say about that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it's also on the Wii, according to this. Uh, Mist for the 3DS comes out. This is very weird. Wow. But whatever, I guess. Really? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Who thought people wanted that? I don't know. You can play it in 3D now. That's something, right? Yeah. Something. Uh, Naughty Bear, Double Trouble for the PS3, which is a collection of both of the downloadable games, which our review for the second one went up this week. You might want to avoid that because the first one was terrible. The second one, according to John's, terrible. So there you go. Uh, Forza Horizon hitting this week for Xbox 360. Imagine Babies 3D is hitting this week. Sure. I understand all of those words, but they don't make sense the way you said them. Uh, and finally, <laughs> as far as, as retail releases, uh, Smart As, which is for the PS Vita as well. Two Vita releases in the same week. It must be a record. Uh, but that's a trivia game for the PS Vita due out this week. First party. Uh, as far as digital stuff goes this week, we have uh, the Dark Souls DLC uh, for consoles, Atorius of the Abyss is hitting this week, as well as Guilty Gear Accent, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus. Um, I'm assuming that's for PS3 and 360. That's a fighting game, which Guilty Gear is a great fighting game, but good God. It's getting crazy with the names. Uh, for PSN, looks like we have a game of dwarves. That's out this week. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, is the name is just of dwarves? It's it's a game of dwarves. A game of Is that like a flock of geese or a murder of crows? Is that what you call a group of dwarves? It's a game of dwarves. Or it could be a playoff of a game of thrones. Or it could just be a terrible game that nobody's talking about. <laughs> Do you get to imagine 3D babies? <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Uh also this week kind of uh under the radar the Killzone HD trilogy is hitting PS uh, in this yeah. week. Uh, as well as Naughty Bear will be digital uh, and the Unfinished Swan for everybody else. It hit last week for PlayStation Plus, but this week it's out for everybody. Oh, I, w- I was thinking that was a PlayStation exclusive. It is. I said it's out for everybody else this week. Oh, oh, I thought you meant... I'm sorry, I thought you meant other platforms. No, no. Just uh, PlayStation Plus last week and then PlayStation Network okay. for everybody this week. Okay, oh, but that's it. Edit, edit that part out. Oh, uh, I won't. Stupid. I won't do that. I don't edit. Psh, takes too long. I think I get this show out in a day. What, are you crazy? Are you high? 
but that's it. That's uh, Maybe. that's all the new releases this week. Um, just so you know, that's not the worst week. Next week is the worst week. But we'll talk about that next week. Which means that this week gets really difficult for us. Yes, because most because of those this games... this week we get the stuff... That well, comes out next week. well, yeah, it's going to be hard because you get the stuff that comes out next week, but you also get the stuff that came out that comes out this week that got delayed, like uh, Medal of Honor, which we were told we would get on launch day because there's a patch. I'm like, so I couldn't play the single player? Whatever. Never mind. Whatever. Uh, news. PAX Australia. There's a third PAX. It's going to be in Australia. Uh, yeah. It's been confirmed coming to Melbourne in 2013 and 2014. Uh, according to the the release, I believe it coincides with the San Diego Comic Con, the first two years, and then in 2015, it's like going to be the same time as E3. So that's kind of stupid. What? Yeah. Who? I don't know who thought I, that up. I, 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 a Comic Con that's that's fi- well. Yeah. See, for video games, com- going against Comic Con is probably fine, but PAX is so focused on tabletop games. And card games, that really seems like a crossover for those audiences, specifically for those manufacturers. Yeah. To, to have to go to both places. Um, and then, yeah, going up against... That's kind of the weird thing about PAX, is they cover a few different angles, so there's conflicts to being at the same time as both of those shows. Yep. We'll see how big PAX Australia is. Anyway, Man, I, I don't the know. Other thing, why, why not PAX Europe? Some why Australia? I don't know. I I don't know if it's just an untapped market or if that's just where they could get it to get the approval for it. I don't know. It, it just seems weird because like Australia has weird censorship things. A lot of people there have to import from New Zealand. I they, understand. Yeah, they uh, they're not allowed to have the fruit fucker there. It'll also, be the fruit games fornicator. are super expensive. Fruit fornicator. That's who it'll be. He's the fruit lover. Yeah. Uh, Wii U voice chat was detailed a little bit, uh, but it's going to have a limited availability on the GamePad Pro. <laughs> the Pro controller. And by limited, you mean? Well, you can still plug the headset into the tablet controller while you're using the Pro controller. So, there you go. <laughs> That's an awesome. Yeah, that's even better than plugging your classic controller into your Wii remote. In, indeed. So. So I'm gonna. <laughs> so if you and I are sitting next to each other playing a first-person shooter. I, you know what? It never. Just go on. Just it's, it's fine. I'm moving on. Uh, don't worry, folks. Nintendo has got online figured out this time. Yeah. You can. You can feel secure in that. Uh, Anarchy reigns. Which is originally supposed to drop in July now has an official release date of January eighth. Uh, will retail for thirty bucks now, um, so that's probably a good thing. I heard it was okay because it's already out in Japan. Okay. Uh, the new dashboard that Microsoft put out, which some people still don't have, which I, is, I am one of them. Yeah, it's hilarious that the, this is the worst rollout in history, um, but they secretly removed. Facebook and Twitter. They didn't make an announcement about it. They didn't say anything about it, but you can no longer tweet or Facebook, which is now apparently a verb. Um, so, so so it's not just like the iOS rollout where they remove the YouTube app and you can go back and get it again? Yeah. No, you can't go get these. It, it, that's weird. They're gone. 
No more. You can still like games can still build it in, but you can't. You can't just sit there and Facebook from your Xbox anymore. Which I knew there were so many people that did that. Oh yeah, that's shit. There were people who just bought an Xbox for just, that. Yeah, just to Facebook. Um, real quick, I found this odd. Um, uh, I have the Necromancer DLC for Borderlands Two. My like I said, my friend is playing as the Necromancer. I could not join a game with him until I downloaded the Necromancer compatibility pack. Oh, yeah. I needed a pack to be compatible with the thing that I already had. Interesting. That's always that fun. really weird. I mean, you know, it's it's an extra 200 megs, so whatever, but I, I don't know. Get, go, go on. I'd... Okay. Uh, Mass Effect 4 uh, is going to leave Shepard behind, so there will be no Commander Shepard his story, his or her story, has come to a close. All so, right, folks, start sending your nasty emails now. The next game will be uh, will feature very, very different context, and that's in quotes. I can't wait until people get pissed and make them change the beginning. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, don't care about that. Uh, Black Ops 2, guns can prestige. So now you're not, not only can you prestige your character, you can prestige your guns. So there you go. Just more stuff to grind, because you all know you love it. Uh, 70, 70, <laughs> that sounded kind of threatening. It, it, it was. Uh, 70, you know you love grinding. Seven, 70 million Xboxes have been sold. So, 360s? Yeah, life-to-date sales for an aging console. Xbox Live membership is up 15% in the latest quarter. Okay, I've never actually said this out loud, so I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong. No. Uh, but Gangnam Style is coming to Just Dance 4. The the South Korean rapper's hugely popular song will be available as DLC for the new dancing game first in November. So now you have to get exclusive rights to internet memes for your DLCs. Yeah, I don't have any words for that either. Sorry. <laughs> you, you know what? Good for him. Way to go, dude. Dude's probably nailing hookers on a pile of money right now, laughing about this shit. Good, good for him. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. It's weird. It. I don't get it. I, I guess I'm too old. I, I think it's also one of those cultural things that doesn't necessarily translate. Yeah, it must be. Uh, good for him. He's He's making all that internet money. He is. Uh, CD Projekt Red, the guys who made the Witcher series, has a new RPG coming out. Uh, it's called Cyberpunk 2077. New details were released this week, showing that it will feature a sandbox environment. So, I don't know. After playing the Witcher, I'm I'm on board for whatever they do. Hopefully, they'll bring it to console because I don't know PC be playing that. Does does that are they? Have they said whether or not they're planning on a Witcher 3? Or? No, I think they're done with that series for now. Okay. Next Borderland DLC has been revealed through PlayStation 3 Trophies website, and it's called Mr. Torg's Campaign of Carnage. So, there you go. Okay. That is what it is. Layoffs this week. It's become a weekly thing now. Uh, Starhawk developer 
laid off half of its staff, Lightbox Interactive, um, and they're refocusing on iOS games. So that's what happens when you don't buy a good game. They go make iPhone games. And destroy their business model that way. Yeah, pretty much. That's all, that's all they can afford. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, the Bioshock Infinite Songbird Edition was announced. It's $150. Comes with the Songbird, Songbird figure. That, well, there you go. It looks pretty hey. awesome. But just 150 Wait. bucks, man. I, I was waiting for the and. Apparently there wasn't an and. Oh, there's more stuff in it, um, but the figure is the uh, the focal point. I don't know if there's a list here of everything that's in it. Uh, 9.5 inch statue, art book, lithograph, digital wares, and handyman miniature, according to this. So there's quite a bit of stuff in there, but the figure is the focal point, obviously. Um, Black Ops Declassified. Uh, the developer that was making that, Nihilistic Games, is no longer making retail games. They have shifted their focus entirely to digital. So whatever. Uh, new Battlefield 3 DLC is hitting on November 27th, um, which is not going to matter because Black Ops 2 will be out. No, nothing against Battlefield 3, but seriously. You no, mean, that, yeah. that group will have moved on. You might have wanted to get that out before that, that COD Blops was dropping like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop saying that. Sorry. I'm trying to wrap this up because I'm I'm done. Um, yeah, I... I'm, I'm ready to go watch football. I'm, my throat's parched. Uh, Wii U Black Ops 2 has been denied elite support. Doesn't surprise me. Because uh, nobody knows how their online works. Exactly. We're, we're what, 20-some-odd days out, and nobody still knows how that damn thing works. Uh, Mario and Zelda characters are coming to Scribblenauts. <laughs> we still don't know. <laughs> yeah, we still don't know. Uh, Mario and Zelda characters are coming to Scribblenauts Unlimited, uh, which should That's be cool. pretty cool. Uh, Criterion says we will make another Burnout game, so don't be dismayed yet. We, we, we'll, that, we'll get back to it. That's also cool. Uh, and I think that's it. Uh, other than I want to give a shout-out to the guy who got caught masturbating during his live stream. Because, sir, you were truly jacking it in San Diego. He he took it in stride, too. He Good did. For him. He did. He was he posted up there. He's like, oh, well, I was fapping. You fucking own that, man. Good for you. It's, you're good on you for, for just owning up to it. That's <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> exactly. We all do it. You just forgot to turn off the webcam. <laughs> it could literally happen to any one of us. Exactly. This is, this is why you don't have a webcam, sir. <laughs> this is why. And this That's is why, why you yeah. connect sitting there staring at me on the couch is always creeping me the hell out. Well, you can download the, the porn app on Xbox now with IE, according what? to, I think it's, was it PornTube or something? I saw a press release about it. <laughs> like, apparently you can download a porn app on your Xbox through IE, and it's, like, right the there on your screen. So the connect is, like, moving up and down as you go or something? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody issued a press release. Well, it was the site, the porn tube site, issued a press release <laughs> about how you can play Halo and then start fapping. I don't know. Whatever. 
But there you go. That's it. That's all the news. That's all the new releases. Oh, I'm I'm not even going to do There's no emails, and I'm not going to do the Twitter because I didn't make a call out, and there's only two I, of us here, so... I, I, damn, I'm never on the shows when you when you answer Twitter questions. I'm sorry. Well, uh, you have okay, to well. be on next time. It's, it, it's much easier to answer questions. Like A lot of them are geared towards specific people, so when there's only two people here... It's kind of hard, but we still managed to fill two hours. Well, all right. It, okay. I, I'm a little bit depressed. No one has asked me a question yet. You know, it'll, it'll happen. John gets his own questions. Drew gets his questions. You get your fuck you. You're crazy for reviewing <laughs> this. You know, I mean, yeah, I've gotten a couple of crazy comments, but you know, you'll, you'll get there. You'll, you'll bust your chariot at some point. Nobody wants to know about me. Oh, they will. They will. You just, just got to be more regular, you know, like uh, like brand muffins. <laughs> I got to eat more fucking fiber and make people ask questions. Exactly. You got to be more I'm, regular. I'm going to assume if I shit more. If you drop your cod blobs. People fewer questions. Yeah, if you drop your cod blobs, then you're... <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Uh, oh, it's only halftime. Good. I still got a whole half a game to play. Anyway. That's it. We're we're out of here. There's no fucking chicken noise. Uh, shout out to the <laughs> Shanghai Six at the Front Horse Gamer. Still love those guys. Red Sun Gamer. Love those guys. Uh, and then listen to Phoenix Down. The new RE episode is up, and it's pretty pimp. It is. It's very good. I liked it. All right. So I'm out of here. Dave's out of here. We're all out of here. We're going to go play some games, and then next week we'll have more people, maybe. Or something. I I hope so. I'm done. It's been fine though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Bye. Epic fail. Welcome to the N4G Podcast.